Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 26th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn, the broadcast from Studio 14B. Where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. I am your host, Jay Trainer, coming to you live. It is good to be with you guys. Welcome aboard. Uh, we have been focused on this series called Living Different and asking ourselves the question what does it mean to be people of intentionality in the midst of a new year when resolutions come and so often people are willing to compromise those resolutions? or they made the resolutions in such a way where it was just a quick whim or momentary decision. All too often, my friends, we will compromise the direction that God has for us, and we are meant to be so much more than we could ever think, dream, fathom, or imagine. So welcome aboard to tonight's broadcast. We are wrapping things up. This is our final episode for uh, the series of Living Different. Next month, we're going to be talking about living sticky. What does that mean? That's kind of weird. Uh, living as people that are attached and sticking to principles and convictions and things of that nature. I can't wait until uh, uh, next month, the month of February, where we are focusing in on living in a way that is sticky uh, for the things and the nature of what God calls us to. So, uh, it is good to be with you guys. Those of you who are on the audio side, you're listening through our website. Those of you who are on the video side, welcome to Facebook Live. Uh, again, it is good to be with you uh, from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer. This is Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. So, tonight's message, tonight's topic is what is is the so what factor so what what does it mean to live different why should i do it well we could talk about the nature of obliga obligation of opportunity and what that ultimately looks like when we walk in obedience to our lord and savior jesus christ that's that's one aspect of things we could certainly dive into that world uh but i'm not going to go there uh, I'm not going to go there. Uh, I'm going to focus in tonight on really the so what factor being that we are made for more. And there's so much craziness and chaos in our world today. Why should we want to contribute to that reality instead of contributing as people that are going to be instruments of change and instruments of godly focus and his intent. So that's that's where we're going tonight. And frankly, I'm excited. I love having the chance to uh, speak on living different. But in the midst of 
in the midst of talking about it, that's only one step. We need to do it. We need to be it. We need to breathe it. And I can't talk about it unless I am simply coming at it from the point of view of going there myself. And for me, I, I've been convicted even this week, going to Baltimore, going to a camping conference, participating and working in the camping conference that I was at, but also sitting back as a sponge and kind of absorbing and, and listening into uh, what our speaker, uh, Richard, had the chance to preach on in our time in the main sessions, as well as just some of the interactions that I've had with, with people while I was there. And I've got to tell you, God's on the move. Uh, I've got to tell you that I, I feel stirred to have a, a wild faith, a faith that is contagious, a faith that is uh, something um, that is different, that is uh, not normal. I want to be countercultural, but the only way to do that is by truly allowing Jesus to take the reins and being one who is under the power of the Holy Spirit, walking in that reality. So tonight, that's where we're going. We're explaining the so what factor of living different. We're talking about it tonight. And if you have anything that you would like to input at any point, uh, please feel free to uh, share in the comments section below over on Facebook or feel free to chime in on um, the chat room that is attached on the audio side on our website. Let's pray together, and then we're going to dive into Scripture. God, thanks for tonight. Thanks for the chance to uh, share this time in community, uh, hear the, the comments, and really, Lord, desire to have our lives be transformed. And really, that's the only way it can be done. We can't work at it. We can't um, try and do it ourselves. We can't buy it. As much as we long for our lives to have meaning and purpose, Lord, it comes back to your transformation within us. So, Lord, I, I pray that it would start in me. I pray, Lord, that it would start in, in those that are watching, those that are listening, that we would be compelled together to live different in community, live different individually when others won't, won't live in a way that's different, that we would still be inspired by your Holy Spirit to be people that are living different so that ultimately we are difference makers in our world. Thank you, Lord, for this time. May you be honored. You May you be magnified. May you be glorified. May the words that are shared simply reflect heaven's perspective. And anything that's shared that is not of you, Lord, may it quickly be dismissed. Thanks, God. We love you, and we pray this in your name. Amen. Tonight we're looking at first, check that, Second Corinthians chapter 1. Please forgive me for my raspy voice. Uh, I've been fighting a cold for the last week or so that my son gave to me, and I'm on the end, I'm on the tail end of it, and after speaking a few times this this week in, in the Baltimore area. I just got to share that, man, my throat is kind of raspy. So uh, please, please have grace with me. Please have
patience with me as we read God's scripture. Uh, this is First Corinthians, sorry again. This is Second Corinthians chapter 1, verses 12 through 22. It reads as follows. For our, our boast is this, the testimony of our conscience, that we behaved in the world with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God, and supremely so toward you. For we are not writing to you anything other than what we, for we are not writing to you anything other than what you read and understand, and I hope you will fully understand, just as you did partially understand us, that on the day of our Lord Jesus, you will boast of us as we will boast of you. Because I was sure of this, I wanted to come to you first so that you might have a second experience of grace. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and have you send me on my way to Judea. I was vacillating, switching back and forth, when I wanted to do this. Do I make plans according to the flesh, ready to say yes, yes, and no, no, at the same time? As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For all the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us. And who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. This is the reading of the word of the Lord out of Second Corinthians chapter 1, verses 12 through 22. Some thoughts for you, some highlights for you as it pertains to the subject matter of living different, and making sure that we are plugged into a difference-making reality that the Holy Spirit equips us to live by. The first thing is this. Paul comes and shares with the Corinthians this idea of Simplicity. And another word that can be used there in the English would be the word holiness. And as I think about simplicity and holiness intermixed and, and put together and living different, I can't help but, but wonder and believe how chaotic and how messy life is and how much we need the holiness of God in our lives in order for that crazy chaos that's out there to be put into proper perspective. My point is simply this. Holiness breeds spiritual simplicity. Not that life doesn't get difficult. Not that life doesn't um, become devoid of hardness or hardship. We still have to deal with life. We still have to deal with colds. We still have to wrestle. 
with the tension that's out there and go through life as one who is ultimately desiring to push forward as an overcomer in Jesus' name. And when it comes to the simplicity aspect, we're not saying that God is a simpleton. We're not saying even that the ways of God are simple. But they aren't layered. They aren't convoluted mess. They aren't massively complex. Jesus declares the one simple reality in John 14, 6, saying, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So when it comes to the simple fact of the matter is, is that I wish and I crave that my life would become more simple in nature instead of the mess and the crazy times that are out there. And I would hope and pray that this, that this is something that you would desire to, this simple aspect and the only way to get simple is by praying, Holy Spirit, would you come in? Would you take control? I want to serve you. I want to honor you. Would you, O oh Lord, guide me in the ways of everlasting that would simply honor you? Show me your ways, O oh Lord. Show me what is sin-filled in my life so that that cannot be there any longer and so that that area can be redeemed and filled up with the presence of your Holy Spirit. So we have simplicity. And in that same verse, it also says godly simplicity or godly sincerity. There's something about authenticity. There's something about vulnerability. Especially when it comes to living life different in a world that is so used to fakeness and settling for second in the midst of uh, people that are associated with a group think mentality. I must become popular. I must become this. I must wear that. I must get ahead in life. And for me to get ahead means that I have to put on this mask of fakeness that has little to no authenticity to it whatsoever. It's a life of deceit when you think about it. It's playing the game and going back and forth and saying, you know what, I've got it all figured out. I'm good to go. Excuse me for one second. But when we start approaching people as people, instead of seeing them as projects, maybe just maybe it's important to put off the mask, put off the agenda, put down those things that we think are seemingly incredibly important just saying, God, what would you have for us? What would you have for me to be more sincere in my daily walk with you? God, what would you have for me to be more sincere in my walk with others in community? I want to have a Holy Spirit integrity and character about my life. And this is not rooted and established in the things that I want rooted and established under the guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. Jumping down to verse 18. 
as surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaim among you, Sylvanus and Timothy and I, is not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. Think about the constant vacillating that happens. The back and forth, the tug of war, the, the wrestling of, of the, the desire to want to live a godly life at work and also the, the temptations of the flesh to say, you need to go back to the old ways of life. And there's that pressure to want to give into the old way. Sometimes the perspective that is there declares and says, you know what, the old way was so much better. Why not return to it? Why not go that way? You were so much more happy then. You had it all together. My friends, those are lies to just set you up to stumble. It makes the old way of life look glamorous. Some sort of appeal is, is, is there and you're drawn into it. And that's where we give in to temptation. But I, I want, as Scripture declares, as the Gospel of Matthew says, I want my yes to be yes and my no to be no. I don't want to be vacillating back and forth, wavering back and forth between a mask-filled reality of fakeness versus the authenticity and the simplicity and the sincerity that's found in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. I want to be one that will say, you know what, but in him, it is always yes. And as such, my life would reflect the yes, the very nature of what God speaks over my life and his promises. Tonight we're going to wrap up with verse 20 and kind of breaking that apart. As it relates to living different. Verse 20 again, for all the promises of God, not just some us halfway for all the promises of God find their yes in him if God speaks it God declares it that's reality folks as much as different things will come along impersonating his wisdom and saying and declaring through the imposter nature of the Holy Spirit not but not under the authority of the Holy Spirit this fake wisdom that comes in that says, you know what? Not all that God establishes is truth. It's so wrong. It's not true at all. God declares it. God speaks it. It's in existence and it's truth. And if you have a hard time with that, maybe, that maybe just maybe, and, and this might step on toes, maybe you have a God problem. Maybe you have a problem with God. Maybe you have issues with Him that you need to take up with Him. Now the good news is, is you can speak to Him, you can talk to Him, you can dialogue with Him. And He hears your voice, He hears your prayers, and He cares. But the second part of that verse, and I'll read the first part, for all the promises of God find their yes in Him, meaning God gives approval to what He declares. That is why it is through Him and coming back to God Almighty, it's through Him that we utter our Amen. 
the reason that we can say, so be it, your will be done, is that we are equipped by him to pronounce it through him. And it goes back to him as representative for his glory. So when we say the word amen, we're saying, oh Lord, so be it. Have your way. We're agreeing in unison, in unity. There's something special as it relates to living different and in unity. And that word, amen, so be it. Individually, you say amen. We say, God, so be it. Let it come. Have your way. So those are the things that we've looked at tonight. We've looked at simplicity. We've looked at the nature of godly simplicity in the midst of the chaotic nature of our world. We looked at godly sincerity. Piggybacking off of that, we looked at the waffling or the vacillating between yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. That's out there. And without God's power and without walking in godly authority, we will be stuck in that vacillating nature going back and forth instead of being people of conviction. And so the so what factor, as we wrap things up, as we wrap up the series and wrap up uh, tonight's Untorn, the so what factor is this. The idea of living different comes back ultimately to a lifestyle of surrender. Responding to God in a proper way that says, I can't, but he can. My God is able. Not vacillating, not waffling back and forth. Not operating under the disguise of somehow thinking, you know what, I'm going to give God some glory, but then rob it for myself and, and hold on to it myself. And that's what it comes back to, my friends. Living different means so be it. It's a simple word. Amen. So be it. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. And that also, my friends, is the series Living Different. Simplicity, godly sincerity, not that, not waffling back and forth, but ultimately coming back to him and saying amen because the promises of God find their yes in him and in him alone. Thank you, my friends, for tuning in to Untorn tonight. Thank you for being part of this broadcast from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer. We'll see you next time right here on Untorn. Um, hopefully my voice will be a little bit more cleared up next time. Thanks for being part of this broadcast. I love you guys, and there's uh, nothing you can do about it. So appreciate you, and we'll be broadcasting live again next Thursday right here on Untorn at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. God bless you, my friends. We'll see you next time from Studio 14B, Broadcasting Life, Broadcasting Love. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, saying so long for now. We'll see you next time.
off. That's right, at Court Furniture Clearance Center. Get up to 70% off new retail prices and choose from a wide variety of previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. All items are court certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Make the smart choice and visit one of our five locations in the DMV or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.